Let's talk about branding and colors and logos and all that stuff. So being in marketing, the traditional um, education system and uh, college, I loved my college experience, but I've learned that a lot of it was um, maybe only for large corporations that already were established versus small business, entrepreneurship, and even though I took a few of those classes and they they weren't super awesome. I loved the relationships I built and um, the people I was with and just being involved in the College of Business, but a lot of the stuff I wasn't super, now that I've been able to implement it, it wasn't super helpful. Um, and I guess in, in college they try to teach a bunch of frameworks because marketing changes so much. But um, so as I, uh, the reason I'm talking about this is we've been, Black Label, we've been struggling with a few things and one of them is, is manufacturers. In the supplement industry, there's a lot of shady stuff going on and one of our big goals is to create really good quality products. And everybody says that, but once you start digging in, I mean, it's like it varies a lot and some are really good products. Um, I'm not going to say they're not but some are not such good products, and they say they are. So I didn't want to really be like, oh, we make the best stuff. We have the most high-quality ingredients. But internally, we wanted to make sure we did. So when they first started, the manufacturer, the, the only one really that would work with them on a custom formula, such a small um, amount of bottles, because they were just producing for their, their CrossFit gym, um, was a little bit shady and but they they created a, a great product for us, and they worked with us well. This was before I came on, but um, then then they decided that the owners decided they wanted to switch. And when they switched, um, it was a good switch. It was a, a step up, just like everything you know. As you grow your business or your community or whatever your your personal brand, you want to as you learn and get better, you want to improve your your product. So they were able to switch to a, a more reputable. Uh, manufacturer it was closer it was down in utah so it was within a drive's distance so we could be more involved in the production and manufacturing process tour the plant all that fun stuff but the communication was horrible and and it was mostly because we're such a small brand and they were dealing with like excuse <laughs> excuse me larger brands and so i i get it they have to pay attention to people that are making more money but it just, it wasn't a smooth process. But in that process, a couple things happened. They had to change bottles. And so it's not a big thing, but um, the bottle improvement, we went from like a straight uh, cylinder black to a, a black bottle that had kind of a curved neck and it was a little more sleek looking. So again, an improvement. So the brand was getting better. Well, um, they, they worked on flavors, so they improved the flavors a little bit. And it was a great, great experience, right? Well, this manufacturer came back and said, hey, um, now that your second order is ready, you have to increase it by 10 times and in order to work with us again. And that's when I came on. So I was getting ready to put an order in, and they're like, hey, instead of you know 500 units, you got to do 5,000 units per flavor, per product. And we're like, well, we're not to that point yet. They're like, sorry, we can't work with you. So I spent a couple of months just like interviewing manufacturer after manufacturer and I found great ones, but they're like, oh, we only do 10,000 units. And then 
Um, other ones are like, oh, we'll do 500 units, but it's going to cost you like 25 bucks a, a piece or um, like super high expensive stuff. And are like, well, we can't really justify that. And then others are like, yeah, we'll do it and we'll do this and we'll do that. And But it's uh, we're not like a certified facility and we don't really care about being certified because a lot of our brands don't. And so we just, it was just a, a battle. So finally, finally, luckily, um, somebody that was very awesome, uh, I think it was Milk Specialists, they're a protein uh, manufacturer as well as uh, they also uh, create the proteins from, from milk. They have dairies and stuff. And uh, they pointed me to this fairly new manufacturer called Drybev and um, Chase, who had had a ton of experience in the supplement industry and he was now working for this new manufacturer and I um, since working with them I, I almost went with another manufacturer and I'm so glad I didn't because Chase has been amazing he's helped us avoid some potential lawsuits which we had no idea about nobody else had even mentioned with our formula and um, just a, a great dude and a great help for us. But the point of all of this, I'm telling you the story, it does have to do with branding and marketing is we also have to change our bottle again because the industry as a whole is going away from the black sleek looking bottles that we like. And it's frustrating because, you know, we feel like, oh, we've built kind of a brand around this certain bottle look and we improved our bottle with the last manufacturer and we're really happy with it. The one thing we don't love is it's a little bit big, and so when you open it up, it, it's like three-fourths full. Although the amount of powder in there is exactly the same, it just it looks empty, and that's kind of frustrating from a branding standpoint. Um, but now it's like this new bottle that we're looking at, we either have to switch to a white bottle, which is totally different, or we have to go to like a, back to a cylinder bottle that's black that isn't quite as good looking as our one now, and or we go to one that's similar to the bottle we have now but it's and it's the same size volume wise but it's taller and skinnier so when you open it it makes it look even more empty even though there's more there's still the same amount of product in there and so we've been kind of going back and forth and it's been frustrating and and all this stuff but as i sit and i look at it um this this problem that i'm talking about is a traditional marketing uh, educational problem, right? They say, you have to have everything perfect. You have to have this. You have to have that. Your bottle can't change. You, your logo can't change. Your this can't change. If you do, you're going to alienate everybody. And nobody's going to want your brand. Well, that is true. When you're a small, small company or a small influencer or gym owner or whatever, like you obviously need to have some consistency. But if you need to change something, just change it. Um, we've been caught so much caught up in this the weeds. It's kind of pushed back our, our product a little bit. So we might end up not getting our product and running out and selling out of everything and then not having anything because we've taken so much time to work through this stuff. And again, it does need to be visited, but it's, it's secondary to creating the great product, getting the product in people's hands. Okay. Um, you need to be consistent. Like I'm not saying you don't, but to fuss over like things that, that may not be a big deal in the end as you grow your, your community, um, you got to make those decisions. So for us, as, as I went through this, it's like, okay, 
um, we're going to compromise. We want to keep the black bottle because we think that that is is important to us um, versus going to a white bottle. But you know what? If it's going to have to be a little bigger and look emptier, so be it because that part is better than switching to the white bottle. So that's the battle we decided to pick. We said we'll keep the same look from the outside and then from the inside, you know, it's a little frustrating, but honestly, as we grow, it's not going to be a huge deal. And once we get to a point where um, we're big enough, we can buy our own bottles. And that's kind of the other point that I'm getting to is uh, once you become a big enough brand, you can buy your bottles directly or bags. You know, that's a potential. We could switch to bags eventually once we start doing enough volume. Um, but we can buy our, our stuff directly, our containers directly from the menu, the container manufacturer. That way, we don't have to use what the, the supplement manufacturer provides to us. Um, so that's that's kind of the, the aha or the, the takeaway that I have gotten through this process is we need to be more, uh, we do need to consider stuff. We need to make sure it's, it's not going to totally alienate. I mean, we're not going to like, a white bottle with totally changing the label, totally doing everything. Like we're going to keep the label the same. So we're going to try to keep some consistency, but instead of getting caught up in, in the minutia of the plan, as they say on uh, uh, guardians of the galaxy, we are going to go with the overall plan. We want to, we have a great product. We have a great powder. We want to grow the business and we're going to go from there. Um, and another point we we've had to, because of some patent laws we didn't know about that this new supplement manufacturer introduced to us and helped us with to help us avoid some some potential lawsuits we've had to change alter a little bit our formula and it's it's a good alteration in my opinion um but it has to do with our coloring right so before we had a soup like the powder was pinkish and um because we don't use any dyes and the pink came from beetroot and beetroot um, is, a, is a really nice product that helps with uh, vacillation which really you know you guys probably know what it is but increases blood flow and all that stuff well there's a patent out there that says you can't use that uh, beetroot with bcaa's and bcaa's is an important part of our pre-workout so what we've done is we've we've reduced the amount of beetroot and we've increased the amount of citrulline, which ends up evening out because citrulline does the same thing. It's just a different different ingredient that accomplishes the same thing. And we've been able to keep that little bit of a pinkish powder. Again, like that's a branding thing, right? If we would have had to have went away from that and used a dye or just not used anything, like it's not a huge deal. And so, um, but I, I personally kind of got caught up in in that a little more than I should but in the end it worked out and I worked figured out that we can still keep beetroot in it um, just at a little less less quantity so it still accomplishes the color so our stuff is still the same color and it's consistent so people will be used to that as well as we don't have to use dyes which is cool and um, we get a little bit of that uh, the beetroot vacillation effect and the increased citrulline is going to continue to do that and what I found was this this slight alteration of the formula, um, not on purpose, but it ended up working out awesome. Is it, it's a it's a smoother energy instead of like being you know a little more of a smack in the face. Although 
you know, ours isn't like a super high stimulant anyway, so it's not a huge smack in the face. Like we've smoothed it out even more so that that caffeine that we do have in it comes on a little smoother and um, it's really awesome. I love it. And uh, it gives you that that slight boost of energy or a, a medium boost of energy. And um, we're still able to accomplish the, the real goal of our pre-workout, pre-hustle, and that is to provide nutrients, actual nutrients into your body to improve your performance as you work out. So um, this is what way longer that I want. And I, I kind of got off tangent a little bit, but the whole the whole idea here is I need to focus more on building the business, increasing revenue, selling stuff, and spend less time um, getting caught up in the weeds of the the minutia, the details of like, should we have bumps on our lid? Should it be a smooth lid? Should we, uh, is it okay if the bottle's skinnier and taller so it looks a little less empty? Like those are problems that if we were a hundred million dollar company that we should be a hundred percent focused on and detailed on and even have to spend extra money to make sure it's consistent. Because when you get to that point, when you become a nationwide recognition, branded recognized company or business then you have to pay attention to those smaller details but when you're growing whether you're growing a community or um, building a brand or whatever it is like pick something and go with it and if you have to make some changes consider them for a minute think about how it'll affect you and then pick something and go forward and don't get so caught up in the weeds like you know that's and this is me telling myself this for for future as we because no doubt we're going to have more of these kind of problems as we move forward. And um, we just have to look at it, consider it, try to make the best decision, and then move on. Because ultimately, for us, it's not about branding. It's about sales and growing the business.